Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner 3 days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is the Starship Sova. Everybody, welcome. Hello and welcome to Starship Sova show 219. I am your host, Tony C. Smith. Hello everyone. I hope everyone is fine and dandy. The start of a new year. Hey, how cool is that? 2012, and we're going to have a meta show today, just basically where there's nothing, no stories, anything like that. It's just me really kind of plotting out the future of Starship Sova and having a little chat about, you know, what's gone before as well. So if you're looking for stories this week, unfortunately, there isn't any. There's just me and a microphone. So before we kind of get into the kind of the meat of the, this show, I just want to honestly wish everyone a, a fantastic year to come. You know, 2012, very exciting. I love this kind of time of year when you it doesn't get as all you can tell by what I'm going to do, talk about or what I'm going to talk about. It's just a thing. It's time to kind of kick new projects off and everything like that. So if you've got your n- new ideas or just little kind of niggles in the back of your mind, thinking, oh, you should do that, you know, get it done, man. Honestly. You know, especially if you've got an idea about this this show, you know, jump on board now and give us some ideas because this is the fantastic time to kind of kick things off and start things. For me, 2011 was, it. like I said last week in the show, it kind of just zoomed past, you know what I mean? And we'll talk about kind of, for a couple of seconds, me myself health wise and everything like that put on it you know put on a couple of pounds i think in 2011 and neither kind of get shot them little darlings as well there's a little spare tire come round here which wasn't there before and i don't know where i thought when i started a new job 
it's just, you know, and basically it is, it's just you sit down on a computer screen, six bloody screens, and it's it's pretty much work constant. And I thought, well, it wouldn't be a chance to, like, my old job, you know, you could cook your own dinner, cook your own tea and everything like that. But for some reason, the pounds are still going on, so we need to get rid of that. And i tell you what, 2011 for me was a little bit... I don't know how to kind of say this, kind of mentality-wise, was a bit of a hard year. I don't know if anyone or most know that, you know, I kind of suffer now and again with bouts of anxiety. And it's a fucking nightmare, to be quite honest, sometimes. And I've had it since, oh, since I I think I tried happy back, way back in, you know, when I was about... 15 or something like that, 16, you know, and I got it then. I got it sometime round then. Uh, so I've lived with it for that long. But I got, you kind of get, it comes in like big waves, you know what I mean? Anxiety, it's a hideous thing. I wouldn't wish it on anybody. But I kind of in the real world, you see other things going on with people and you think, God, it's only one little, you know, it's just me nerves kind of thing. So I kind of got it again in 2011. Great in 2010, you know, when the Hugo's and everything, and I never even worried about anxiety. Then it came back after in with my new job. I got this, like, see, I went for this new job, and anxiety came back. So basically, mental, mental state-wise, I've been a bit again on heightened alert. You could say over 2011, and you just. You know, if anyone knows about anxiety, you've got your own kind of tools and you've just basically got to live with it. And that's how it's, you know, you kind of defeat it, really. So it's, you know, it's come along. So that's kind of my mental health state. And even now, you have like kind of off days and, and things like that. And it's just it's quite a bizarre thing. So I, I, I think in terms of 2010, definitely 2010 was an easier on my mind, you know, than what... 2011 was but you know it's one of them things you gotta like i said you just gotta live it you know it ain't gonna change and the more you kind of fight with anxiety to get rid of it that's the the whole secret holy grail is that's not gonna work you know you kind of wish i wish i would just go away i wish i was just like i was you know a couple of weeks ago when i was fine that's the one that's the nail in the heart that you know it's hard to get into someone's mind that that just what is the kind of ignition, the kind of the light that sets it all off again, you know what I mean? So, anyway, apart from that, you know, I've been pretty upbeat, you know, still loving Starship Sova. It's strange how it keeps coming, like, year after year, you know what I mean? These years just take over. You know, I think we kicked off Starship Sova in 2006, and like I say, this show is now... 218 and there was 100 before that with the you know the, the original starship sober so i think in one respect and i've mentioned this before this keeps my sanity do you know what i mean if i was just left to not do something you know i kind of didn't have me time taken up by starship sober and all its other little adventures maybe i would kind of sink into a whole kind of load of depression who knows but for now you know like i say Starship's over keeps us keeps me going strong and I think as well that's the key for a lot of people or a lot of people are kinda of here on the show, you know, via emails. I get some lovely emails off you all. Just saying you know, what a little benefit it is. And that just just you cannot honestly imagine how much that kinda of makes me feel great. Do you know what I mean? Not in a kind of big headed way, just because literally 
it's just me now sitting, you know, everyone's went to work and school and it's just me sitting here on my day off from work talking into a microphone. That's it. That's all really in the, in the essence of it is. That's what Starship Sofa is. And it's all, everybody just, you know, by themselves, sitting down at a microphone, adding their own little bit and it all gets mished and matched and put together here. And that is what Starship Sofa is. And that's, I think the key to it is everyone out there just helps a little bit and just makes Starships over what it is. You know, I'm so grateful to everyone, even if it's like you say, it's an email sent to us or it's a fact article, you know, anything. Just what keeps, I think, me going and what keeps the show going and what keeps everyone going listening is just what is, you know, this thing that is Starships over. It's a, it's a remarkable little thing. And when I get an email from someone that says, Tony, I've been, you know, a bit low this year, and but you know, through listening to Starships over, it's getting us through some dark patches. God, man, that just do you know what I mean? It just gets you, and you think, bloody hell, because I don't get it wrong, there is times when you think, you know, dad, dad, I need this, dad, I need that, you know, good wife's asking for this, done that, done, and days off, and that, you know, and you're thinking, I've got, I've got to get a shoot, I've got, right, I'll do that, I'll do that, and you're sometimes thinking. Life's taken over and, you know, I might not be able to get all these shows done. And I actually think now my wife kind of knows, you know what I mean? It's like, I, I say, Melanie, I've got, got to get the show out of here. You kind, she kind of, I think, realises now it is a, bit, a little bit of an important bit of structure in my life and a lot of people's lives. So I think kind of what I'm trying to kind of sum up there is for the foreseeable future, you know, we're on good form. We're still going fine starships over and it's still going to be going fine into the future i was i kind of thank the certain person enough you know that kind of and i'm not going to mention names or anything like that i mentioned a little bit last week on the show just helped in a kind of financial way and just made starships over the rolls royce of engines that we've got now kind of firing on the kind of the sofa how how what we've got to kind of run this ship and it's just an amazing, do you know what I mean? She was, she was kind of lagging, should I say, in a few a few months ago. That there was there was an incident once when I was doing the time travel workshops last year. You know the holodeck workshops. I was doing one of them, and everything just cut off. And that was, you know, it kind of start from there. The, you know, it was like a bit of a power fail on the machine, and it was just from there. All the time breaking down my computer, you know what I mean? And But now we've got this kind of shiny new beast that is just amazing. So there's a certain person out there I just want to say, you know, you cannot, I cannot express how grateful I am to kind of some people out there that kind of believe in me and believe in Starships over, do you know what I mean? For the And help out for just amazing times. Thank you so much. So... Saying all that, you know, trying to be a little bit upbeat there and everything like that. The worst part about uh, at the minute is we have got some sort of hack on the virus, on on virus, some sort of virus in the system or in the feed. And Josh is working like kind of friendly to kind of get this sorted out because I'm getting a number of emails now saying, "Have you stopped doing your shows, Tony? I haven't gotten a show since Oodles, whatever." So. This is this is the kind of the score where we are. There is some sort of virus in there or some sort of hack in the 
in the feed some bit of spam or something for Viagra, Russian Viagra, <laughs> something like that. And it's it seems to have stopped the the downloads on certain podcatchers. I don't think it's because I'm still getting. You know, I still kind of go through iTunes. I used to go. Well, I actually go through another one as well. But I'll tell you about that as well. I've stopped listening to podcasts to be quite honest. But it's certain podcatchers aren't getting the show. So what we're doing, Josh is going to kind of have to clean the whole feed out, and it's a hideous big monster of a feed. And I don't know how he goes about, you know, kind of just getting this kind of virus, this hack away. But we're working on that. So that's the case at the minute. If you if you're not getting the shows via whatever reason, you know there is there is plans that oh, we are working at it to get that sorted out because it's just. A constant nightmare, to be quite honest, and I have no clues what, how, how to fix these things. And I just know, I mentioned it just once, and you know, it was he spent all weekend trying to kind of battle it. You know what I mean? So that's the state of play. If you're not getting the shows, or you're wondering why, what's happening, and you're sending emails, and you know, there is some sort of niggle on on the feed at the minute. And we're trying to, well, we're looking into it. If you subscribe through iTunes, then, you know, that's fine. It seems to be working great through there. Now, this is where I want to just mention a certain person, uh, Mr. Brian Thomas Woods. Brian has, uh, you know, has, has been tremendous help to me in the kind of background, running the art section. He was the art director of Starship Sofa Stories and Starship Sofa Stories, you know, just the whole Starship Sofa. He would get all the art for the each month for... Everything that went on through the kind of normal show. But Brian has decided to step down. And I just, you know, want to say a big thank you to Brian. I miss him loads, to be quite honest, because it Brian had this great skill of just kind of being there in the background and just tweaking things and working things on the kind of documents and having the artwork there. But, you know, all these good things come to an end, and I'm going to miss Brian so much. So, Brian, I just want to say, you know, what you've done with the show and helping us out with the artwork and everything like that and your art, you know what I mean? Your art is stunning. You kind of get away from it. Thank you so much for all the work you've put in, do you know what I mean, over these couple of years. Amazing, you know what I mean? I can't thank you enough, to be quite honest. I'm so sad to see you go. Hopefully, you know, you're sticking around and we'll kind of kind of have a chat and email and things like that and you'll still listen to the show. But for what you did with Starship's Over, you know, thank you so much. You know, I... Truly will miss you. So, Brian Departon has opened the doors and I've asked, or, you know, I've, I've begged, I've pleaded, I've cried. Skeet is now going to take over the reins of Brian's work and Skeet is now the art director on the show. Skeet's going to kind of go out and ferret out artwork and everything like that. And what we're going to do this time, just for a, a kind of breath of fresh air, is change the art somewhat where we're just picking art pictures that we like they're not going to relate to a story it's just the art that's a nice picture we'll have that on starship so if we can get it you know what I mean? we've actually got to go you know to the artists and plead for them as well but it'd be nice just to just to change it a little bit and just to have you know skeet go out and say that that what about this bit of artwork yes that'll be fine and what i'm actually intending to do is getting skeet just for a little each month when the, when the artwork is displayed on the on the website and when it's you know that end of the month show gets skeet to give a little 5 minute talk about the artist and about the particular bit of work as well so that'll be like a little kind of fact article coming from skeet and i'm you know what i mean it's 
Skeet's been there, you know, when we first kicked off, Skeet took on the, the task. He says, oh, I'll draw you a bit of, you know, a bit of artwork once a, once a month for the show. And then, you know what I mean, you kind of realise just oh, such a impossible kind of bit of task to complete with Skeet's all Skeet's other work. You know, Skeet does this golf disc artwork for golf discs and everything. But, you know, like I say, pleaded and begged and cried. Spat me dummy out. Skeet has come on board now, so we'll be looking forward to getting some voice from Skeet and to check out his artwork as well. And funny, he's got to kind of, you know, battle through me as well, because Skeet will say, Tony, what about this work? And I didn't realise I was such a finicky person. I don't know if that's the one for the same, but I just love, for Starship Sova, I just love the kind of, that science fiction art, you know, the kind of, what we kind of represent as science fiction art. So if anything kind of left a field comes out, I'm going to skeet. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not even sure about that. <laughs> Skeet's so skeet got to kind of battle from both ends to try and get the, the work off somebody and to kind of please me as well. So skeet, what can I say? <laughs> You've got a hell of a task on your hand there. So. But honestly, I'm looking forward. It's lovely to have you back. I'm sad as anything to see Brian go. Do you know what I mean? Brian, do stick around, you know, and keep in touch. And you, you never know, be calling on you to help us out. <laughs> Holy foot. Skeet, welcome again, once again, to the show. And hopefully, you know, we'll still get Skeet on with kind of other things as well, artwork. So that's the little news on that. So I just want to talk about where we kind of are with Volume 2 and Volume 3. Sorry, Volume 2. Volume 3 and volume four i have no idea at this moment about volume four in my mind i don't want it anything like volume three because volume three you know i'm saying for me and d basically for d was just a hell of a lot of work you know what i mean even from my kind of point of view just getting all the kind of articles and everything like that it's just you know what i mean it fair saps your energy it certainly does and in the, to be putting a kind of blunt edge on things, Volume 3 didn't really sell nowhere near as good as Volume 2. And I don't know what, you know, it might be the kind of, well, I'm guessing it is the kind of economic state of the kind of, you know what I mean? We're in this kind of little bit of a double dip recession and everything's not gloom and doom on there on the financial things. But it just, for a, you know, for nearly a year's kind of work, you know, I think we've sold... And this is a rough kind of guesstimate at the minute. We've probably sold around about 130 books, all in told, volume three. We've, we haven't sold anywhere near the, the hardback special editions, what I was hoping to sell, you know, because that's a kind of nice booster, that. We've sold, I think, 10 of them, 12 of them. So there's still plenty of them to go. And lucky enough, I haven't ordered the whole kind of kitten, the whole batch up from Lulu, because that's it's a few hundred pounds, you know what I mean, when you kind of order them all up, and it just zaps your kind of your little finances. So I've just ordered what we have, and if anybody else wants one, then we'll we'll order them up and get them posted off. So in terms of sales, you know, it's, yes, it's been fantastic. We've got a little bit of money there now in the, in the kind of coffers to kind of keep it going, but it certainly wasn't anything like volume two and in in reality we've still got to make money to kind of still kind of keep this thing going do you know what I mean that's the 
there's a certain few things that are kind of we've got to be ticked in my boxes to kind of make sure it runs. You know, making sure we've got stories from our you know writers that are kind of I need a kind of big backlog of that. I always like to have a big backlog, you know, because I, I just fret to be quite honest. I haven't got them. If I haven't got them narrated do you know what I mean if you've narrated a story for us and I haven't played it yet you know it will you know get get done just look at last week's when I played Fred's I've had that story for donkeys but it's just I, I need to have like this kind of backlog of work just sitting there on the computer ready to go so we don't have to worry about it and that's the same with the kind of the finances side of it you know what I mean we need to have something there because I'll I just kind of dip into, you know, and I would, that's the kind of annoying part about it is, I would dip into the kind of house funds to keep this going. And th- that's the kind of the thing you do. But I, I like to have some sort of kind of financial back in it, just to relax about it. You know what I mean? That's the thing just to say, not to worry about it, just to keep on turning the shoe over. Like I say, volume two just helped out so much. Volume three, for the amount of work that went into it, it just hasn't been kind of feasible. And is there going to be a volume four? I'm not too sure. You know, I've had a lovely email off Julie. Hello, Julie, who just emailed us today and said, you know, if you want any kind of help with volume four, you know, give us a shout. I'm here at the kind of, you know, I can certainly help out and, and do things as well. So, Julie, you never know. What I do know is I don't want it to kind of be as labour-intensive as, as what it has been, do you know what I mean? It might just be now where we settle down and do a normal anthology as a hardback and a paperback edition, and that's it, do you know what I mean? And the finances we make from that, you know, yes, we might not make as much. Well, it's kind of, we didn't make that much going that way, so we're trying this way as well. I honestly don't know. We'll have to wait and see. So that's the state of Volume 3. It was it was lovely, you know. I'm so proud of the editions, but I just wish more people had bought it. Do you know what I mean? That would have been a, a fantastic... Just the effort would kind of put in. Do you know what I mean? Just would have been lovely. But, you know, I, trust us, I kind of know, you know, finances are kind of down for everybody now, but it's, it's, a, it's a kind of... I don't know, it's just... You just want people to kind of have a look at this book, you know, and, and to kind of see what we can do. And, you know, when I guess 100, what, I don't know what I said there, 120, 130 people get it. It's not many out to say 5,000, 6,000 listeners, you know, that's it's a bit of a kind of margin of, of difference. So we'll just wait and see. So there's something else, you know, like I say, this new year is, is kind of, just kicking off and I always like you know kind of get projects off and going and I've always wanted to kind of have something running where I'm not really involved with it yes it's kind of my behavior it's, it's kind of part of the sofa canon if for want of a better description but a lot can happen in the next three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. 
Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's really run without too much of my involvement. And there's something coming up, which is actually going to start on the 13th of January, Friday the 13th of January. This is the a, a nice big announcement. Starship Sova has now will or will have a sister podcast called Tales to Terrify. Yes, we're going to have a horror podcast, a sister show, exactly like Starship Sova. Same kind of layout as well, add on the site, and that's one of the reasons why I've, you know we've still had this like kind of virus or this kind of hack in the system. Is I've had. Josh, working frantically to get this website up and running for this new podcast, you know, and it's been right over the Christmas halls. So, can I, just Josh, <laughs> thank you very much. It came to us, the new site is just being launched, and you can find it at talestoterrify.com. And like I said, Josh has been working over that, so that's one of the kind of reasons why we haven't really, you know, the, the time it takes, I guess it takes age, you know, to kind of do all these things and for to. For just to kind of fiddle out with this hack, you know, you just had to put that on on hold for a minute until this, because we've had this, or I've had this date, and I've never really told many people about it, but it's always been there in the back of my mind. You know, that's a great date to launch a horror podcast. Friday the thirteenth. You know what I mean? There's only, there's only really one day you would want to pick. You wouldn't want Friday the ninth. Do you know what I mean? What, what, what good's that? But this is where tales to terrify. Is like I wanted to take a bit of a back step with it. You know, I didn't want to. I certainly didn't want to host it. That was one things I didn't want to do. All basically, my involvement is is yes, I'm going to be the editor, but I just want to produce. You know, like work out the kind of the audio. You know, mix and match the audio, and that's it. The host for this show is none other than Larry Santuro. You know what I mean? That has been my dream for years to be quite honest i've i've had i had a, a name for starship or for this tales to terrify for a long time i wanted to have like a sister horror podcast for oodles you know probably since the second year of starships over kicking off with stories and it's always been i always wanted to call it blood on the sofa and for some reason or other well actually d pointed out what you know a great thing what kind of that reminded him of, and I thought, well, that's not the name for it. That's not the name for it. So we're good. it was actually me and Dee kind of thrashing out together. Came up with Tales to Terrify. And there's always, you know, I've always wanted to kind of take a back seat in that. I never wanted to kind of be a host of it, to be quite honest. I'm frightened of zombies, man, for God's sake. What kind of a host of a horror show? And he kind of doesn't like really zombies. But there's always been something about Larry that I thought... You know, Larry's got this kind of presence. You kind of just sit and order him. You know what I mean? He's like one of these 
I was going to say godlike figures, but like you know, like these kind of storyteller figures where you sit around and just listen to his voice, listen to what he's got to say. Do you know? And it's all there's always been Larry on my mind, and I mentioned this to Larry a few you know a couple of months ago, and you know Larry is. would you call Larry a workaholic? I think that's probably the best description. You know, he's got his job. He's got his writing. He does so much. And then I kind of sprang this onto him. And I, you know, Larry just, you know, oh, Tony, Tony. And I was like, if it, if I couldn't have gotten Larry, probably it wouldn't have come off. You know what I mean? But again, I've got this habit of kind of crying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Spitting me to me out, pleading, begging. Larry's now come on board. And the, and the funny thing about Larry is, well, not the funny thing, he says, Tony, I'm not really a horror writer. And that's what, you know, this show is, this, this kind of Tales to Terrify is a horror podcast. But it's what I kind of wanted was, you know, total character-driven scary stories or, or character-driven stories in this. And I think that's what's kind of turned Larry around, you know, not kind of out-and-out kind of blood and gore. But, you know, harking back as well to that kind of 50s image, you know, of the kind of horror scary thing, but really taking in like a character driven stories. So that is launching on the 13th of January, Friday the 13th. And I've kind of assembled a great team behind it. So as like I mentioned there, Larry's the host. Fantastic. You know, I've got now two assistant editors, Harry Markov. Harry, I hope that's how I pronounce your surname there, and Sarah Hendricks. And those are going to be kind of ferreting out the stories and actually uploading the stories and, and just doing everything, basically. You know, they're, they're kind of the kind of the meat of the, the, the show. And I've got Church H. Tucker as well, who's going to be like the art art director on there, artist, who's going to kind of sort out, hunt out and ferret out the pictures and get them up. It's basically, it's going to kind of run like Starship Sova. You know, once a month there'll be the art there, the stories, we're going to have fact articles in there. If anyone's, you know, out there that's kind of into the kind of the dark and the strange and the and the scary and you want to do a fact article on it, you know, drop us a line, starshipsova.gmail.com and, you know, it's got its own email address and we'll get all that kind of sorted out on the web. But if you want to be involved with it, you know, if you want like a, an idea, you've got an idea for a fact article for the, the strange and the dark, drop us a line. So that is launching the 13th, Friday the 13th. Look out for that. And I don't know if, you know, moving on there, I don't know if anyone noticed, there has not been any Sofanaut Awards this year. No. Well, it's just, again, it's Starship Sova runs, you know, by the people, for the people kind of thing. And I I asked someone to, to kind of get involved and it just, it hasn't come about. And to be quite honest, it's, it's a massive job. And this year, it looks like there's not going to be a Sofanaut Award. It's a bit upsetting, but, you know, I'm not going to f- kind of fret about it. It's just, it's one of them things, you know. It's it's lovely to have it, but it's I just understand totally how much the kind of work that's involved in doing that. You know what I mean? So it, I don't know. Get in touch with us. Is this something we definitely need each year? Is it not? You are going to live without it. It's it. You know what I mean? It's. And I don't mean that in a kind of blase way. It just if it doesn't come about, it doesn't come about. You know what I mean? That's it's just if no one's interested in it or no one's keen on it. We'll just move on. And we'll we'll think of something else. So if you if you you know if you're interested still in into it, 
let us know and I'll see if I can arrange it for next year. Just looking into the kind of this year, 2012, what we've got lined up for Starship so far in the, in the terms of writers. Next week, we're going to kick off with a fantastic, you know, good old science fiction story. A three-parter by Cory Doctorow called Martian Chronicles. It is just fantastic. And like I say, I just wanted to kind of start the new year off with something kind of big and massive. And this story just hits the guns, you know, it just hits all the right places. We've also got coming up with probably around all the in January in sorry in February, we've got a <coughs> a Jason Sanford special where we're playing a couple of stories by Jason and a little article by Jason himself as well. So look out for that. We've got some two Peter Watts stories. We've got a Jeff Ford story, Ben Rosenbaum, Ken Scholes, Rachel Swarsky, Mary Rosenblum, Pat Cadigan. Gwyneth Jones, Ian MacDonald, Nancy Cress, Kim Stanley Robinson, and I'm working on, and I can't really, I'm best not say them, but I'm working on two big, huge writers as well. Oh, we've got Al Reynolds as well. Alistair Reynolds is saying, and give us a story as well. There's a couple more writers there that I think, if I can get them, do you know what I mean? That'll make a fantastic 2012. So there, and like I say, I've got loads of, you know, I've still got what I've already kind of, sanctioned and gotten a read i've got a new alan Steele story coming up there a new gene wolf story we've got someone a story by someone we've got nina kariki hoffman tobias Bakel, david d levine another joe haldeman story loads of you know stories there karen joy fowler we've got another paul cornell story coming up there so there's there's lots going up in the kind of story fronts you know like I say i like a nice big backlog of stories so you know look out for those stories and you know other ones as well i mentioned before as well about workshops and we've got some more workshops coming again we're going to have the writers workshops which will kick off in a few months time and the narrators workshops so if you're interested in any of them we're going to have brand new ones of them kicking off soon but there's two little kind of lectures that I'm looking forward to now. And these are going to be so intimate because we now have the system, as I don't know if many know, the HD Faces is now up and running from Citrix. This is where we can actually video and see the, the, the person talking. But you're only limited to, to or the, the package I've got. And I think that's the biggest package you can get for video is 25 seats. This includes the hosts and all the speakers. So we're probably talking about... 20 tickets for these two events but we're going to have amy h sturgis is going to do a special on sherlock holmes which i'm so looking forward to and like i say and it's incorporate it's going to be all live video as well amy's going to do different sections on sherlock holmes you know like going the kind of the, the the literature side of it right up to kind of the media the films and you know the, the bbc program as well everything's going to be as what what I'm liking about it. it is like live live as well video, so that's actually going to take place. We've, we'll pick some dates. I think it's the 18th of February, if I remember rightly, a Saturday. I will get all links and I'll get the page set up and I'll put it out on the newsletter if you want to get these tickets and I'll mention it on the show in weeks coming. So that one's kicking off very very soon. We're also working on with. David, who does the, the movie soundtracks, David's going to do one of these video live events as well, music. And this is what the cool thing is. David's actually, you'll be able to see David playing, you know, he's, he's kind of, his deck, his instrument, he's, he's kind of piano, 
keyboard, whatever, and we'll be able to kind of have questions and answers with both Amy and David, you know, and David's all going to be on, on music soundtracks as well. So that's another thing that, you know, like, if you can have, like you say, a glass of wine or a bottle of beer and watching something, you know, watching David compose his music and play this music and have, like, an interaction with him as well. Fantastic. But that's the only snag is there's only, there's only going to be probably 20 of these tickets for each event because that's with the, you know, with doing the video, that's all we can have. The the workshop ones where we're doing the narrator's ones and, you know, the the other one, the writer's one, you can get up to, a, I think it's 100, we can do that on that. And there's going to be a couple more, we're going to do actually, I'm going to do a 101 Kickstarter project as well, where we get Mur Lafferty and Tobias Bakel, both who've done amazing on their, their kind of plans or their kind of projects, past as well, you know, they, they got their funding we're going to get Moore and I'm going to get Moore and Tobias Bakel to kind of give you a kind of like a hints and tips on how to actually achieve your goal of, of doing a kind of Kickstarter project as well. So that's going to be something I'm actually looking forward to as well. So there you go. So like I say, we're putting up Amy's probably pretty soon within the next week or two. So look out for that. If you want tickets for that, you know, get ready to get them. Like I say, there'll be 20 and that's, that's all I can kind of, that's all we can do. You know, if there's, if there's loads more, then we'll... We've been talking about putting on another day. But we'll see how this goes as well for, for to start with. We'll have some as well. We'll come in the future. We have some, we'll be having some new fact articles on the show. I'm trying to hopefully work those out there now. A little kind of, hopefully they'll, they'll come off. I don't want to give too much because there's still a couple of things that need kind of tweaking and, you know, testing and everything like that. But we have a, a couple of people that have stepped up with some great ideas for new fact articles for Starship Super. So I'm really looking forward to that. And that'll be, you know, because that's, I think, as well, it's another thing that gives me the kind of spice to keep going on this show is, like, just new things that kind of crop up and, you know, hit you from a totally different angle and you think, oh, that'll be fantastic for the show. So listen out for that as well, if you if you can. And I'll, like you say, I'll keep you informed, but we have two special new fact articles coming very, very soon as well. I think the main thing as well, and it's like, say, every podcast is this as well, but, you know, harking back to what I kind of mentioned, you know, first up, when you get an email off someone and they say, you know, I've had a bit of a crap year, Tony, and you've helped us through it and stuff like that. I think the most important thing with Starship's Over is, you know, to get it out once a week there and to get it out free. Do you know what I mean? I think that's the, the kind of be-all and end-all you know, there is certain, you know, there's a lot of people out there that just cannot afford anything like that. And if Starship was going to go down that kind of route, and like I say, every podcast is basically free, you know what I mean? But it's, it's so hard doing it free, do you know what I mean? It's like, you, you're fighting all the time to kind of get narrators. You know, if you are a narrator, you know, if you're a UK male narrator, you know, I'm pretty desperate for male UK narrators, you know. It is a constant battle to get it out. You know, although you, you kind of think, oh, it's all free and everything, you know, you just kind of do it. You've got to fight tooth and nail sometimes to kind of pull these stories, you know, and pull a good narration from someone. So, but that's the commitment I made, you know, a, a while ago, and that's always going to be the case. Especially when, you know, you get people that are kind of, you get an email from someone and like, a bit of a crap year, totally hard up, but just so appreciate your work. You know what I mean? Gets it. it 
that's just the whole reason for Starship Sofa. You know, if you can just get kind of some great fiction, listening to some fantastic, you know, fact articles and just be involved with the community of Starship Sofa, that means so much to us. I mean, that'll be, you know, forever in a day. That, that'll always mean something to us. How long will Starship Sofa go? I have no idea, to be quite honest. You know, like I say, in terms of, you know, the engine that we've got now for Starship Sofa, you know, she'll go for a few years now. My interest still seems to be okay at the minute, do you know what I mean? I don't know, do you know what I mean? And, you know, I sometimes kind of toy with this idea as well. What would happen? Do I just step down and hand it to something, to somebody else? Or do I just, or do we just kind of close the engines down and just, you know, keep the shows in the kind of, the, the atmosphere, keep them going? Anyway, those those choices are a long way off yet anyway, so... But anyway, I think I've kind of covered most of what I, I wanted to say. I think <clears throat> there's been some highs and lows, you know what I mean? Getting narrated again, narrated, getting nominated again for the, the Hugo was a big, big plus. Yeah, it doesn't matter if we don't win it, you know what I mean? Even getting nominated again, it doesn't matter. Do you know what I mean? But we've done it, you know, we've won it once and we got nominated again. That's fantastic. I think now the rules are changing for the Chicago one. I think, you know, from then onwards, it's going to, they're going to have their own, I don't think it's going to be their own kind of, the, there's going to be a fan cast. So, <clears throat> who can tell what, what's going to happen there? That was certainly a high, you know, and, and I must admit, like, it was a disappointment for Volume 3. I was, you know, like I say as well, D put so much effort into it. We've still got a lot of those kind of books, the hardback ones, to sell. There hasn't been way as many as what were thought of the kind of, well, what I thought for the the paperback ones. So that was a bit of a disappointment. But <clears throat> this is the kind of, you know, this is the kind of, the kind of, this is where it, it, it comes, boils down to. We've still got to make money. Do you know what I mean? So always, always just trickling in all the time has been that kind of monthly subscribe, the £2.50 subscribe thing, you know. And I, to be quite honest, I haven't done the kind of sanatorium show for a long time, you know, but it's just down, purely lack of time, to be quite honest. But there's always, you know, everyone's been so kind, still kept up those kind of monthly donation payments. So I think what I'm talking to Josh is both on both sides, we're going to have now kind of at the front of the page, Josh is working on putting like kind of little widget up there where you can choose your monthly amount to kind of subscribe to Starship Sova. And we're going to, well, I'm going to try that to see if that's like a, a better way of keeping this, the show funded. Yeah, there'll be these workshops and everything like that. That's fantastic. But the underlying kind of bedrock has always been those, you know, and there's only, I think, I'm not too sure, probably about... 60, 70 people that are saying to subscribe on the kind of monthly basis, like a rolling £2.50. That's always just taking care of it, you know what I mean? If it all comes to worse, you know what I mean? Each month, there's always them coming in. So, I've told Josh, and we're going to get on the website, you know, so if you're kind of thinking, ah, good bloody hell, go on, it's a new year, I'm going to support Starship Solar. That's a fine way, do you know what I mean? I'll get Josh to put this widget up as soon as possible, and... Like I say, I'll be blaring on about it on other shows, you know, and everything like that. But that's, you know, we're going to try, I'm going to try that model. Just to see, you know, the good old-fashioned, you know, donate and help us help the show, help the community keep this 
this bird going. So, I think we're coming to the end. Coming to the end of my little meta show. We're resuming normal, normal, whatever, normal, whatever Starship's over is next week. You know, like I say, we're kicking off with a fantastic Cory Doctorow three-part special there, The Martian Chronicles. And, you know, a big thank you to Jeff as well, Jeff Lane, because Jeff, over Christmas, has recorded that. And I'm, you're talking, I think, 19,000, 20,000 words, might even be more. Jeff, you know, <laughs> Christmas and New Year. Jeff, if I could give you a big hug, do you know what I mean? That's the commitment, you know what I mean? That's what people do for Starship Sober. I think we've got to thank Mrs. Lane as well, to be quite honest. <laughs> Jeff, you've got an amazing woman there. Thank you so much. Tell her thanks from me and everybody. Look out for this story because it is just fantastic. Just, it's what science fiction is all about. Look out for Tales to Terrify. Type in Tales to Terrify. I'll get a link on the Starship Sova site. Subscribe to that now. We're in iTunes there. So what we're going to do, I'm going to get, a, Larry's going to release a couple of little episodes. Just a little kind of tease, that's little short stories. So we can kind of, you know, give you little samples of what's coming and then we'll kick off. On the 13th, Friday the 13th for that. Look out for Amy H. Sturgis and Sherlock. It's on the BBC at the minute. Sherlock Holmes special. Probably about 20 tickets on that show as well. £20 a ticket for that. So, until next week, honestly, have a fantastic 2012. Do you know what I mean? If you've got dreams, get them done. Do you know what I mean? Get them done. There's no one going to do them apart from you. Get them done. Don't sit on them. Do you know what I mean? Do not sit on your dreams. Until next week, just like to say, good night from me. Will our heroes survive this terrible ordeal? Can they win through with their integrity unscathed? Can they escape without completely compromising their honor and artistic judgment? Tune in next week for the next exciting installment of Starship Sofa. A valuation procedure initiated. Shuttle set for launch. Airlock will be opened in. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10 year, 100,000 mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Three, two, one.